It's a miracle. And Ivy, and you're listening to Black, Broke and Brilliant. Coming up on today's episode, we'll be discussing some of our pet peeves. So let's get straight into it. So before we get into it, how are you doing, Sammy? I'm okay. Uh, it's it's February now. Um, January both went slowly and very quickly. And I'm trying to get into the swing of things. And, you know, I'm ready for work. But work just isn't quite ready for me just yet. So <laughs> I'm hoping things pick up soon. Um, because this whole this whole week I'm just it's weird because I'm doing small things and like small errands and like going gym and stuff and then I blink and it's already like six seven o'clock and I'm like wow what did you do today for all this yeah. time past there really just aren't enough hours in the day I don't know where the time goes even like I've been getting up so much earlier these days and still there aren't enough hours like how I don't understand what's going on yeah it's it's a weird one I've also tried to I mean, I don't know what's early for you, but like early for me is nine. And even though I don't have like work or much going on, I'm still trying to like continuously wake up at nine. So I'm doing that now. And then the first thing I'll do is like go gym and then I'll take on the rest of my day or like find something to do or do whatever needs doing. But it's like, cool. If I'm up at nine and I'm off to the gym, that's like for me a good start yeah yeah that's such a good start for the day that that really sets the tone um I do not wake up and go to the gym I wake up and spend an hour on Instagram but you know what one day that could be me what time are you waking up though nine-ish as well yeah yeah so it's still early but ridiculous like seven or be one of those six a.m I don't even want to say seven to be honest like seven eight and I said (laughs) child still in bed no I love those people who get up at 6am and go for jogs like that is the dream but it could never be me even thinking about how we used to get up at 8 30 every day and go to school and that was normal that wasn't even a struggle <laughs> you used to get up at 8 30 I had to be at school at 8 30 oh sis no I was getting up at 7 Yo, this is annoying because my secondary school was on my road so I literally could wake up half an hour before school started and I'd be early Lucky for some, I had to get a bus, um, which was really a 30 minute ride. Some days on a quick day, it could be like 20 minutes. But yeah, those days where I was running late, I was like, this will be a 20 minute journey. And that's the day I'll hit the most traffic and everyone's running late and the bus stops at every bus stop. So yeah, I, I had to be in class by like 8.30, 8.35. That's unnecessary isn't it? That's just a bit much. Just to do what, like 15 minutes of registration and ticking your name. Why am I so early? Absolutely not. (laughs) Why are they longing it out for? A school day is long enough. The extra half an hour is not necessary. Uh -uh. Mm Uh-uh. Yeah. But how are you doing? What are you up to? I'm good, thanks. I've been trying to be really healthy this week. I say this week, it's only Tuesday, but it's it's, it's been good so far. I've been making smoothies. I just made a soup. So I feel like I'm off to a good start. That sounds really good. And yeah, you were just telling me about your soup before and it sounds really good. There's like sweet potato and chicken. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping that it comes out just as I pictured it and like tastes as good as I pictured it. Um, do you know what? I used to be really big on the smoothie game like s- smoothies were my thing however when you live in a household with such reckless and 
and greed for people, persons. Things don't last. So yeah, that juice that I would normally, you know, buy to make a smoothie just doesn't exist anymore. The fruit I would use to make doesn't exist anymore. So I've just been doing more like um like protein shakes, but like blending them with um like bananas and some peanut butter and like some almond milk. Almond milk or oat milk. Uh, I, I'm like, these are things that you know no one else should really be touching like I'm the one who drinks the milk alternatives here but yeah I can't do juice anymore in my house can't do juice anymore it really be your own family wow 100% that's unfortunate because a good smoothie is just so satisfying so I'm sad you were deprived of that I know it's it's a great yeah but um anyway let's let's get back to the episode because I am just in the mood for a good vent so Sammy what what gets on your last nerve um I'm gonna start where I just left off and that will be yeah people who when I say people I mean my brothers like there's no two ways about it (laughs) but people who leave like a drop of milk or a drop of juice or a drop of beverage, like, in the fridge, in the container, they'll just leave it there, just to say, like, oh, I'm not the one who finished it, but it's not enough, what they have left is not enough for you to, like, make a glass full, it's not enough for you to have a bowl of cereal, it's just, it's just a drop, and it's, like, the empty, let me not even say half empty, it's the empty carton just there, and I'm like, fam, what can I do with this, what can I do with this one drop of it, what can I do with this one drop of juice? No, it's, it's criminal. It's criminal behaviour. And I hate when there's that one drop left and then they go and open another carton. And it's like, so you know that there is not enough in this first carton to get anything out of. So you've chosen to open a whole other one, yet you can't even dispose of the original carton. Mm-mm, criminal. That is it for me. Like, you're going to finish something and then just blatantly just leave it in the fridge. For who? Who will come and collect? Who have you left the carton for? Who? Oh, it gets on my nerves so much. And it reminds me of being like at uni or in shared accommodation where even with bins, the bins would be full. The bin bag would be tied shut because there's no room and people were just dashing their rubbish on top of the bin. Who are you waiting for to take it out? No, I remember. So in my third year house, the bin will be full and it was one of those flat bins. So when the bin is full, yeah, instead of emptying it, taking it out, like... They would just pile more rubbish on top of the bin. So like pizza boxes on top of the bin, cereal boxes on top of the bin, as if it was Jenga. Just and each person would add would add another thing on top just to avoid taking the rubbish out. And I was just, yeah, let me wait for when this rubbish topples over and just watch you burn. Because the laziness is wow. I'm like, how have you gotten this far in life? How have you not been backhanded? I don't understand. Like, this is this is not relevant to this conversation, but in the latest episode of Euphoria, Rue hit Elliot. And that for me was just so satisfying. Like there are so many times in life where I've wanted to just hit someone in their head. I'm like, how are you actually behaving like this? I would love to. I would love to be that person that would just slap you because like, why, why have you done that? Why have you done that? Like, how how do people do that with their chest, with their hearts of hearts? Like, how has the laziness and the sheer audacity not got to you yet? Yeah. It's also like, we all live in this accommodation. We all live together. So is it not all of our responsibility to keep it a certain way? But no, no. 
no, our people are actually too much. No, they're like, you're the clean one. Eventually she'll do it. And it's annoying because they know that you will do it. It's so irritating because I'm that person. I can't live in filth. I cannot. So eventually I will do it. And they rely on that. And it's just, nah, I'm, unacceptable. This year, I'm, refus- I'm refusing. Like, my room is my sanctuary. Anything here is clean. I don't want to see anyone coming in here taking any... No, go and sort out your own. Go and find your own. Go clean your own space. I'm not- I refuse to do it this year. I refuse. <laughs> yeah, I feel like we've struggled enough. We deserve cleanliness in our homes. Like, I've struggled at uni. Now, again, I need to come and struggle. And then, you know, when I have my own house and, and kids, I'm supposed to struggle again. It's my whole life a struggle. I repeat it. <laughs> like, we didn't come here for that. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. Come on now. Oh, yeah, people are annoying. <laughs> What's a pet peeve of yours? Okay, I'm just going to I'm just going to start off by saying I'm always going to support my black businesses, but black <laughs> hair salons they always do the most they always do so much and I don't get it even just starting with extra fees I'll be on some black hair salons website and they're like oh yeah it's an extra 10 pounds if your hair is long it's an extra 10 pounds if you want us to detangle your hair I even went to this one salon and they were like for every 10 minutes it takes us to detangle your hair we're gonna charge you an extra 10 pounds you're lying I swear to god you're lying (laughs) for every 10 minutes that's 10 pounds Huh? Like, why are they acting like detangling is a luxury? No, why are they acting as if detangling isn't part of the job description? (laughs) Like, is that not why I'm coming to you because I don't want to do my own hair? Is that not what this is about? Like, what are you really doing then? Like, I have to detangle my whole head of hair. (laughs) So what am I paying you for? It's like, there's a reason. I'm clearly not doing my own. I've come to you. I'm paying you for your services. And you want to tell me I need to do half of the work myself? Again, I didn't come into this world to suffer. So I'm coming to you to take that away from me. Yet you're telling me I now have to pay extra £10 for 10 minutes. Nah, it's a myth. Yeah, it's like, oh, how much did you just start? Cool, calm, I'm happy. Yeah, but your hair needs to be washed. And it needs to be blow dried. And it needs to be straightened. And you can't have any oil in it. And you can't have any conditioner. And it needs to be chopped. And it needs to be this set. If it's too long, I said, oh my gosh, the T's and C's and the pluses and additives. It's, a, it's really a lot. It's really, it's really a lot. Yeah. And it's the hypocrisy for me because they will always say on their website, if you are even a few seconds late, there will be a late fee, but you will arrive for your appointment and you'll be sat there for half an hour before anyone touches your head. And even when they start doing your hair halfway through, they will leave and start doing someone else's hair and leave you sat with your hair washed for half an hour. So it's not adding up. That one pisses me off because I remember it was, um, yeah, it was like summer year 11 was just over and we were having like our our leavers ball and my mum was like yeah I'll pay for you to go and get your hair and this was on the day so it was like a Saturday or something and she took me far far to like Peckham first thing in the morning at dawn yeah hairdressers supposed to be there at nine or ten o'clock we're there the place is closed eventually someone else arrives we're sat there my hairdresser does not walk in until like a good hour hour and a half later and like, I've got a place to be later on. I have somewhere to be later on. And you are late. And then before she even starts on my hair, she's like, oh, let me just settle in and do this and do that. She'll start on my hair, small, small. And then another one of her customers will come in. And then she starts braiding and corroing someone else's hair. I said, excuse me. 
And even my mum, obviously, I was, young, I was like 16 at the time. But even my mum was like, no, nah, first of all, you're late and you're supposed to be doing my daughter's hair and now you're jumping over to someone else's head and then doing this. And people do that. They're like, yeah, let me just, I'll start on you. So you have to stay in the chair and I still get your money. But whilst I'm here, let me just quickly hop to her so I get her money too because she can't leave the salon if the hair is half done. And boy, I was nearly late. By the time I got home, I was then rushing to do my makeup and to get dressed and then to get all the way to school for my leavers ball. Like that one hairdresser could have ruined my whole day. Like I got there just on time as if like it was literally starting and I just about made it to like my no. See, that's the thing. Getting your hair done should be relaxing, but it's actually traumatic. It's stressful. You're like, will I get out on time? And you have to learn the hard way that you can't have any plans later that day if you're going to a black hair salon. You just cannot. It's it's just too much. And I even remember this one time I went to a black hair salon and they were they were running very behind schedule. I think I was sat waiting for about half an hour before they saw me. And because they took so long to see me, she was like, I don't have time to actually take care with detangling your hair so she was ripping my hair out and she was like she's like we're in a rush so I can't slow down and I'm like no 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 you're in a rush because you were late so why is my hair having to pay the price no that one I it's the sheer audacity to be like I'm running late um I don't have my shit together so what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna rip your hair out and chop chop and you have to pay for that no no way this is what kind of gets me about deposits because I understand the need to you know take on a deposit to almost like secure the appointment but anyhow you're late I want it back anyhow you waste my time I want it back anyhow your service is crap you're ripping my hair out and you're saying you can't detangle I want it back like yeah I don't know I might not even be above just like walking straight out because you can't you can't come and say now you want to rush my hair that I'm paying good money for you to do and be ripping anything out. Do you know how long it takes to grow black hair? And you just exactly. That kind of damage is not going to be undone for a good decade. So come on now. You have to take your time with it. Yeah. I'm- and I also just think if you can't get everyone's hair done, then you need to think, okay, maybe we can take on less clients every day because clearly it's not working. Because honestly, like people trying to do, I don't know, 10 people's hair in one day and messing about the times, it's not worth the terrible service and, you know, the bad reviews you're going to get, people demanding them. It's not worth it. Just do a good job, provide a good service. All these people are like, yeah, let me just try and get as many people as possible. It's not always the best decision. And honestly, for the amount people are charging for these hairstyles, and a lot of black hair just for what they're charging, your service needs to be impeccable. Like, I'm not on this whole rudeness business I can't do it because mm-hmm. I can get a better service elsewhere I'm trying to help you out you can't come and be rude you can't come and be late you can't exactly. be given attitude I won't accept because I wouldn't accept it anywhere else no you because you're black I'm trying so hard that's what it is it's like I want to support my black brothers and sisters I want to be supportive I want to give you my money but you're making it difficult you're making it really really difficult like just oh man yeah why 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 does it have to be like this it should be a nice relaxing fun experience but it's not oh my gosh I could literally this whole episode could be on black hair I have another example yet so <laughs> I wanted to dye my hair yeah I said yeah I'm gonna dye my hair and I was researching I was like cool let me look at a black 
own salons first. And I did my research long on Instagram. Anytime someone I knew was getting their hair done and they recommended somewhere, I was looking, I was messaging, I was asking all the questions. I call up, yeah, I want to dye my hair, but they're like, cool, send me a picture on WhatsApp. I'll get back to you. I send it now and I send the colour. No response. I'm like, fantastic. And then, you know, a day later, they're like, yeah, yeah, come in, we'll do a little patch test. Calm. I thought a patch test, yeah. They do it on your actual head. I get yeah. And this woman just, like, cuts my hair off. She's like, oh, yeah, I'm quite busy now, but I'll test it later, and, and then I'll message you to see if it works. And she cut Wait, 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 wait. Let's rewind. She cut your hair off. Off. And I was like, how does that work? Because how do you know that my skin which is attached to my body, is not going to have an allergic reaction. You can cut my hair off to see if the colour takes, but the most important thing is my skin. Yeah, cut my hair off. Cool, yeah, I'll message you if it takes. Never got a message. Never got a call. And the whole, every, from like the first, the first time I I messaged and got in contact, I was like, yeah, how much? And it was all like, oh, it depends. Yeah, I'll send you a quote. Send me pics and I'll send you a quote. What do you mean it depends? Um, it should just be a set price. I'm, you would think so. You would think so. I'm there in person now. Other people are getting their head. Yeah, how much? Uh, it dep- I'll send you the quote. It depends. I'll send you the quote and not sending the quote. Listen, I'm trying so hard to give you my money. Why are you making it difficult? <gasps> oh, my God. It's the fact that you couldn't even get a text back for me. Wasn't no. And then I'm there in person. I couldn't even get a rep- response in person what do you mean it depends surely certain services cost a certain amount and that's that even even ballpark even between 100 and 130 just range but but nothing no absolutely not not it not even a ballpark figure to see if yeah i actually want to continue with this service or no that price is is way out of my range my price range I'm not even going to bother. But you've gone to the point of, yeah, inviting me. I've come, travelled all the way to the salon. You're do, doing patch tests, rah, 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 And still not told me how much your service is going to cost. I said, you know what, I'll do it myself. I'll do it myself. And I don't like this whole idea of it depends. Like, display your prices. Display your prices. Yeah. And, I see, and, there, and I understand people like, all oh, their competitors might try and price match. But you, you just can't be telling anyone oh yeah it depends ah we'll see i need to know if a i can afford your service but also don't be charging me one price charging her another yeah. price charging your friend another price it doesn't look good because when it, you it, oh, the price is there when you go and buy chris the price is there it's not yeah pasta is one pound fifty for you and uh twelve pounds fifty for you it's so true though imagine looking at pringles and it just says it depends come on now come on even just like what is that what is that like you would just take your custom and you'd go elsewhere I'm, yeah, I'm I'm trying so hard to not go elsewhere. <sighs> That's the thing. To make it easier and accessible. Like, yeah, you need to try. You can't just be like, yeah, come to me. I'll do your hair. I I want the service. There's a whole. It's a whole day out. It's a whole day out. You know when you go to get your nails done, you want to have a nice chat or whatever. It's the same with your hair. Like, I want a whole service. I don't just want to turn up. Yeah, bare silence. Late. It's awkward. Yeah. <sighs> Or have you ever been to a salon where someone's doing your hair, but they're talking to another customer? Like, talk to me. Where's my attention? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Talking to another customer. Or they're just on the phone the whole time. Yeah. 
Not like, what about me? Not even, not even like earphones or anything. It's like the phone is on their ear and they're just using their shoulder to hold it up whilst like. <laughs> Not even on the phones fully on speaker and you're just overhearing this whole conversation. No. Yeah. And they're just they're just yanking your hair. And I'm like, I need some focus and care and attention and detail on my head, please. Exactly. And the conversation's meant to feel like therapy. So that's that's a big part of the experience. I don't know, yeah. I I don't get that. Like you see them in movies, but these salons here, the black salons in England, in London, I that's not what I get. It's the very opposite. <laughs> exactly again if anyone has any recommendations for black hair salons in london ideally north london please send them our way because we're struggling i haven't i haven't been to a hair salon in in years in years for this very reason for this very reason so when i find someone good when i find someone good i'm sticking with you but i don't want to be doing this dance with however different many salons going to people's houses left right and center for this crappy service i i don't have the time for it Exactly. Uh, and I'm a loyal babe. So if I find a good place, I'm I'm going to stick with them for life. So I'm trying to give people my money. They just don't want it, clearly. Right. And if it's good, I'm telling my friends, I'm telling my mum, I'm like, yeah, come do your hair at this place. It was so, I'm, I'm talking for you. I'm your PR. I'm the advertisement. But honestly, missing out. They need to do better. I can't lie. I, but do you know what? Like you said, I could spend hours talking about this, but let's get into some other pet peeves. Something else that really just irks me is when you go to the airport and you go to check in and they go to check in your baggage and they're like, mm, your bag's a little bit overweight, it's too heavy. And then they turn around and go, but if you pay 50 pounds, it's calm. It's what do you mean it's calm? How is the weight suddenly fine? Because I've paid 50 pounds, it's suddenly light. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense because clearly you have like baggage limits for a reason. But also it's a very big plane. It's a very, very big plane. And you know, this heavy, heavy plane is in the air. So it's already defying gravity. Now my one suitcase and my 0.5 of a kilogram is suddenly, you know, going to throw a spanner in the works. But you know, if I come and pay a hundred pounds, it's always a ridiculous price as well. Like, yeah, yeah for 75 pounds. You can double that and have an extra 20 kg. How does that so so my 0.5, you can't just allow me. I have to now come and pay 75 pounds and but I can have double the amount. You're not making sense. The, the math is not mathed, and it's the fact that they will say your bag is too heavy, it is overweight. Suddenly I've paid 50 pounds, it's underweight. How is how? Yeah, it's weight. How explain exactly. explain that to me because it's not making sense. Now that you've paid, it's the weight is perfect. It's yes, perfect. exactly. It's underweight. Huh? It's a scam. It's all a scam. Do you know what else gets me? It's like um, cheap flights and you're like, oh my goodness, I get to fly to Spain for £12 return. Mad. Wow, wow, wow. And then they're like, yeah, but for any baggage, you've got to pay like an extra 50 Excuse me. Where can I go in this world where I won't need baggage? Where can I be close? So you make the flight small, small, and then I have to now come and pay the wild price for the baggage. Why are you yeah. lying to me? I hate it. And then you also have to pay extra to choose your seat. And then that's an extra 30 quid per flight. You're like, this is not the £12 flight deal that you advertise to me. It's not me and my six foot self. If I want to be able to sit comfortably, I must pay some extra £10 for leg room. Is it my fault? <laughs> Feels like discrimination. I'm not going to lie. It is. Yeah. 
I hate it. I hate it. And and traveling should be so fun. And once you see those £12 deals, you start planning. And then all of a sudden you've gotten to the checkout and it's like a hundred odd quid. You're like, how did we get here? It's really rude because they will, like you said, they'll advertise based on, yeah, this is the cheap flight. And they're like, yeah, technically, they'll do a Molly May. Technically, we all have, technically is a £12 flight. In the small, if you read the small print though, it says baggage is £80. Oh, like flight seat 30 pounds like come on Ryanair allow us no the thing is before like you could get away with just having um like a little carry-on suitcase now they've made the sizes of those carry-on suitcases even small before the size of carry-on suitcase was a decent size like if you're going away for four days a small weekend you could just get away with carry-on now they've made the size of the carry-on you're allowed about the same size as an a4 piece of paper <laughs> What out these box where you have to put your bag in to make sure it fits. And, and they knew full well that nothing is going to fit in there. They know what they're doing. Now, a lot of them have even stopped with the carry-on like suitcases. They're like, yeah, all you get is a bag. A nice backpack or a handbag. Yeah, that's it. And I'm like, you are cruel. Nah, that's so, that's so mean because what can you really put, fit in a backpack? Like, let's say you're going on holiday for a week. What can you fit in a backpack? realistically they know what they're doing they know you're gonna have to fork out the extra 50 odd quid and suddenly it's not a 12 pound flight anymore it's so cheeky i know and it's like i start telling me oh i got this flight for 12 pounds but the baggage also cost me an extra 80 <laughs> in it and you're like that's not that's not as fun and exciting i'm not happy about that that in fact that feels pricey that feels expensive that is not a deal or a steal no and it's the advertising for me because there'll be such bright colors oh 12 pound return flight lies yeah just just false advertising i hate it yeah do you know okay another thing that irks me i can't say hate because it's gonna sound so wild yeah but (laughs) when you sign up to go to an afrobeats dance class yeah you're almost expecting that you know the instructor the person that's going to teach you how to do afrobeats a knows afrobeats knows how to dance afrobeats themselves b is familiar with the music but more time than not you're expecting it to be a black person at least a person of color at least at the minimal least yeah (laughs) and we so, I don't know if anyone remembers, but like our New Year's resolution, Ivy and I said that, yeah, we're going to start gymming more and be more active and get on our fitness. So, we've been going to like classes, like workout classes, <laughs> dance classes together. And we signed up for this class. Um, It was like some kind of fitness class, but it said Afrobeats in the title. We said, perfect. But looking for an Afrobeats dance class, perfect. Then, yeah, we stood outside the room and we see this white gentleman setting up and we're like oh he must just be setting up for when the instructor comes and then I was like no he is the instructor and I said hmm? okay and it was watching him looking at himself in the mirror with like focus like practicing these moves and he was doing these dance moves and I was like that's not afro beats that does <laughs> like dance to me so I was very worried at that point um yeah, I can't. It's not. It doesn't add up for me. 
Pardon. It doesn't, especially because when we were looking at the description of the class, they were like, yeah, this is an authentic Afrobeats class. You're going to be learning moves like Zanku, Guara Guara. I was so excited. I was so ready. And like you said, you expect the Afrobeats dance teacher to be of colour. So lo and behold, there is this Caucasian man and not a single move he was doing came from the region of Africa. I was so confused. He was practising beforehand and he was doing fist pumps. He, I said, my people are not doing that. <laughs> I said, what? There must be a mistake. We must have got the wrong time because there is no way. And even during the class, I just, I had to actually stop myself from laughing because bless him, he was trying so hard, but there was not one Afrobeat move from start to finish. It was, it was, it was shocking. It was like, as, as you said, the description of the class specifically named dance moves. They said guara guara shaku shaku. I said, okay, we're coming to do our bits. This I this man doesn't even know. He could not tell you what a shaku shaku was. Could not. He could not. Do you know what it was? He said he said, he said we're gonna do some leg work, and he started doing the running man. I said, I said get me out. Obviously, when you think of leg work and Afrobeats, you're thinking of like all those Niger, them step steps that are, are very, very difficult to do. Leg work, my man said, yeah, we're going to do the running man. Not one person on the continent of Africa does the running man. Not one person on the continent of Africa, where Afrobeats originates, does fist pump. Why were we doing fist pump? Why? <gasps> Not a one. And do you know what? What actually killed me more than anything? When he was teaching us this... Afrobeats routine, let's just call it that for one of a better word. I know, I'm sorry, it feels wrong. Let's just call it that for argument's sake. And he would go to count us into the music and he'd be offbeat. I said, sir, this is not for you. It was you're not even in time with the music. You have one job. Oh goodness, because he kept switching the music to provide, you know, a nice variety. And I'll give it to the music, it was it was nice. It was it was good. It was some very choices. Um, but yeah, because he was switching, he, it would be of a different tempo. And then he'd try and count us, and we'll be there, and I'll be ready to start, and I'll start dancing on the music. And then he'll come and be like, a five, a six, a five, six, seven, eight, uh, 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 yes. yes, get it, and fist pump, fist bump, mm, into the running man. Uh, uh, uh. And it, it was the most stereotypical thing ever. Lo and behold, the chorus would have come and gone way before this. So <laughs> he's just missing everything. And it was the way he was counting, counting the beats. He'd be like, and a ta 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 and a do-do-do, and listen to the music, and there we go. I'm like, this is not what my people are doing. This is not. And this is a good lesson because not everything is for you. And that's okay, you know? Like, I'm not gonna, as much as I love reggaeton, and Latin music, I'm not going to go and teach a salsa class. That's not for me. And that's okay. You can have an appreciation of something and not charge money or not charge people. Like, yeah. it's just, it's okay. I think, yeah, he was he was definitely appreciative. But he had no idea what he was doing. He, had, he didn't know any Afrobeats moves. Like, not a, not a single one. Why were we doing, like, squat jumps? Head to the, and squat jump, and fist pop. No, like, <laughs> it's... It's okay. You can. I love that you love Afrobeats. 
I don't love that I came to a class thinking I was going to do Afrobeat smooth and it was yourself. And, and another thing that was so painful about it is before the class even started, I'm looking around at the other people in the room and it's it's just like loads of other white women and then myself and Ivy. So I was like, okay, so everyone's going to be looking at us like the black people to get these moves like on point. The moves weren't even anything. We're doing running man. I was like, what's going on here? Everyone's probably confused. What are these black people doing in this class that isn't quite Afro? I don't know. I don't know. But never again. Never again. And what was annoying at the beginning of the class, he was like, okay, uh, show of hands, how many people are just doing this class for the first time? Me and Sammy put our hands up. Everyone else had been before and they came back. They are paying customers because they believe they are learning authentic Afrobeats moves. It's unacceptable. We're going out into the world thinking they are learning authentic African moves. He has to be stopped. That that is what's worse because one of these white women is going to be invited to, you know, a a Nigerian party or wedding, a Ghanaian party, a Sierra Leonean party or what, and yeah me too i've heard this song i know exactly how to dance to this and this man has them out here doing fist pump to antenna no no to jerusalem no (laughs) the running man to john cena no absolutely not and my thought process was just like are there not any other black people in all of london that could teach this class me i'm not a dance teacher but i would be better at teaching this class than this caucasian man surely what was mad is like the music was playing and my body was wanting to move in the ways it and hit all these different moves but that that's not what he had us doing that's not what I felt like is it mad to just freestyle us? like of course it's very mad do you know what as a fitness class because it was like two parts of the class it was like kind of dance section and then it was like fitness crunches the fitness part great fat fun so don't even call yourself a dance class do not advertise yourself as dance class. Remove the Afro beats from the type. Just get rid of it. Get rid of it. And I don't know if it sounds mad, but yeah, when I see a dance class and it says Afro beats or it says bashment or it says to- I'm expecting at the minimal. Give me a black instructor. At the least. At the least. Please. I don't think we're even asking for a lot. Help my people, please. Please. And we're not we're not asking for much. We're not like, oh, come on now. And what upset me was beforehand, I was doing research and I was trying to see videos of the class. There were no videos online and now I know why. That tells me all I need to know. I'm being smarter this year. I'm being smarter this year. But that whole like videos issue kind of leads us on to the next one. So it's like, cool. I've now found, um, you know, that your, your social media, the Instagram of, you know, the studio. And it's like, cool, I'm seeing all these videos and it looks sick. Everyone's dancing. The choreography looks amazing. No one wants to post which class they're in. I'm like, that dance looks fantastic. What class are you doing? Is it an R&B class? Is it an Afrobeats class? Is it a rhythm and blue? What class are you doing? Everyone's just like, look at me dance. Will not give you any useful piece of information. Fantastic. Great way of advertising. (laughs) For me, it's when the studio will repost that video to their story and they still can't even tag the instructor. They still can't even say the name of the class or or drop the time of the class or the location of the class. How am I meant to go to the class if you're not going to tell me what class it is? It's like, help me. Help me help you. Help me give you my money. <laughs> me too, I want to dance. Me too, I want to come and learn the same choreography that you're here reposting. 
I can't do that if I don't know which class it is. And I can't go to every single class. Every single it's not possible. Like help me. I beg of you. Captions are there for a reason. There's a reason they allow you to put text over stories. Use it. Exactly. It's like they're trying to advertise, but what are they really advertising? advertising? Okay, I've been influenced. What class can I go and book now? You've done the hard bit. Now tell me where I can find it. Tell me how to find it. Tell me what I'm looking at. There is a theme here. Like, why are companies making it so hard for us to give them our money? I would I would really like to know. And it's it, it was every single person like, here is me doing this dance, but 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 I look sexy, I look fierce, but fantastic. I'm happy for you. I'm happy. What class is this? Where is the class? Who is the instructor? The co- who's the choreography? Like, help me here. Help me replicate this for myself. I beg of you. Right? It takes like, what, half a second to tag an instructor? We're not asking for a lot here. In fact, we are trying to give you our money. That could be us. That could be us reposting our stories. But why are you gatekeeping the classes? It feels like a lot of gatekeeping. It feels like a lot of gatekeeping because when I want to book certain classes, they're never available. Why is there only one Afrobeats class like per week, per month? And me as a black person, I want to come to Afrobeats class. I can't. It's already booked up. And it's like clearly there is a demand because that one class is always booked. So why can we not do more? Just do a couple Afrobeats classes a week. Come on now. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very annoying. Something else that bothers me, and it's to do with online shopping. And I know I said I was going to stop online shopping, but listen, can't stop, won't stop. Um, is when you go on these websites, right? And you find like the perfect thing, the perfect top, the perfect trousers. You click on them and it says out of stock. Why is it still listed on the website if it's out of stock? Why are you teasing me like that if I cannot buy it? This irks me so much because you just you just want to dangle it in front of my face you want to show that yeah it looks good we normally sell this this is what we're capable of we just can't give it to you right now and it's like i don't want an email of oh yeah in a month's time it's gonna come i don't want an email i want it now i want to be able to put it on now and if you don't have it take it down take exactly what purpose is this serving because yes i want to wear this outfit and i cannot so who is the real winner here what, what can I do with that? I can't virtually wear the clothes. So why is it on there? Another thing that bugs me is you've just ordered something off of the website, yeah? Then you come and check two days later and it's on sale. Or it's half the price. Excuse me? Excuse me? No, they should refund you the difference. They should indeed. Or the reverse happens, which has actually happened to me where I ordered something and it was at a lower price and I ordered it. Um, it doesn't fit, so so I like want to exchange it. So I, it means like refunding and reorder. I go to reorder it again, and it's like five pounds more expensive. Excuse me, and it's like a day later. No. Excuse me, what? No. Where's the consistency? I thought consistency was key. It's it's not, and do you know there's another thing. Everything that I'm naming here happens on your your fast fashion. Your think of any one of these fast fashion Instagrammable sites. They all do it. They something will be like okay, twenty two pounds one day, and then you'll be like, oh yeah, seventy percent off sale, fantastic. Or what they've done is yeah, they encourage you. Oh yeah, the sale, but then they increase the price of the garment to now you know twenty eight pounds. So what you're saving on the sale is just the exact same price you would have bought it for the other day, and they think that they think they're slick. 
I hate it. I hate it. It's so cheeky. Yeah, this is why fast fashion, this is one of the many reasons why fast fashion is not the way to go. It's it's unacceptable. And you know what? We just have to talk about one website in, in, in particular because it's doing too much. Zara, why are the models doing all of that? Why are the models doing yoga poses? Why are the clothes on the floor and not the model? How is this advertising? I literally saw one and... I don't know what they were selling, if it was a dress or the shoes, but this woman was like hunched over a hob, like a cooking stove. She was on the what? hunched over like this. What are you doing? What are you doing there? That's no. how you use a stove. Why are you on it? This is <laughs> terrible. This is health and safety hazard. Also, I can't see the dress because you're hunched over. So what are you selling to me? <laughs> no, that's unsanitary. And it's not flattering. The dress doesn't even look good because you're meant to visualise yourself in the outfit. I'm not visualising myself in a dress on a hob. I'm not. No, I saw this one model and she was doing like a roly-poly. I said, how am I meant to visualise myself? Because that's not what I'm doing in my spare time. No. It's, it's, it's just a bit much. Something else that really upsets me to do with online shopping, right? It's when you get your delivery date and you know when your package is going to arrive. You even can track and see when it's coming. You, and there was this one time, I think it was my birthday, and I'd ordered a dress to come specifically the next day because my birthday was a couple of days away, right? And I was listening out for the driver. I was tracking. I was listening. They said he's a couple minutes away. I said, okay, they should be knocking any minute now. Anyway, 10 minutes passes, and I get a notification being like, we tried to deliver your package, but you weren't home. Huh? It's a damn lie. What do you mean you tried? Because I was listening out. There was no knock. We even have a doorbell. There was no doorbell ring. What do you mean you tried? No, lies. They are liars. They are liars, every single one of them. And it was probably Hermes. Hermes, they are the worst courier delivering service ever. Do you know what these do to me? Every single date on a regular, anytime there is something. So I live in um in flat, so it's a block. They will buzz it and be like, delivery, cool. We'll let them in. And what do they do? They'll leave the package valuable packages that you have paid good good money for they'll just leave it downstairs they'll just leave it in communal area with all these other people in the flats they'll just leave it there with a window where people can see it they'll just leave it downstairs was it so hard for you to walk up like one flight of stairs to deliver it to my actual door and i'm there i've let you in you know i'm here oh. and my door is there i'm here open ready to receive my package that i've been waiting for ready for them to take oh yeah the young picture of proof and all I, I always hear the door bang instantly. And I'm like, yeah, these idiots have left my package downstairs. I know instantly. And they do it every single day on a regular. So what my mum has started doing is like, when they buzz and they're like, oh, delivery. When she picks up the intercom, she's like, don't leave it downstairs. Bring the package downstairs. <laughs> and some of them, rude, rude people, will still continue to leave it downstairs. And then they'll see that you know, one courier has left someone else's package down there. So they'll, they'll put everyone else's package down there and like, just hide the packages in a nice bundle in the communal area. Mm. And then I think something arrived today and my mum was like, you better bring it upstairs. Anyways, this courier actually did, but apparently he was laughing his way upstairs. And I'm like, it's probably you that on a regular daily basis, day in, day out, continues to leave my package downstairs. Yeah, no wonder he found it funny. You better find it funny because I was like, yeah, let me look. Because at least with Hermes, like, they show you where your package has been left, yeah? And these lot think they're slick. The kind of pictures they're taking, 
is of like the door downstairs so like the door into the building or it's just the floor they think they're slick like oh yeah let me just think i've caught a picture get you know one inch of some background in there and see i delivered it no not today because i will keep downrating your delivery service i'll keep saying my item was not delivered because i asked for it to be delivered to my address my door yeah. if you come and leave it downstairs where anyone can come in and take it or you go and leave it outside here where wherever you feel like it hasn't been delivered to me and if you think about it, like they really have one job is to deliver your package to your door. You don't live in the communal area. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't live in the communal area. I don't live in the basement. I don't live outside. I don't live behind the bins. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Oh, I'm dead. No, you don't. You don't. The job hasn't been done. I'm so sorry. No wonder your mum is yelling at these people as she should. Do you no, know, you one can't. day in the app i'm gonna catch him next time someone buzz i'm gonna run downstairs and be like if you don't bring my package up i'll catch no, them. You, you need to put a camera there and start reporting people because it's too much i'm not above it i'm not above it because why like things i've paid a lot of money for you just want to come and leave anywhere when people are coming in and out delivery drivers are coming in and out anyone's coming in and out of the building and can just help themselves to my package because your lazy ourself has thought yeah let me just leave it here Exactly. And if that package gets stolen, what are they going to do about it? What is Hermes going to do now? Come on now. Yeah, I'm over it. Something else that I'm also over is when you're looking through job applications and they can't even list the salary. They can't even tell you how much you're going to get paid. How am I meant to know if I want to apply? Because I have a big budget. I have big plans. I have savings that need to be saved. So how can I come and spend time and energy applying when I don't even know what I'm applying for? And they know it's the first thing you're going to ask anyways. And it's it's always like, yeah, you have to sell yourself. Tell me why you're good for the company. Tell me why we should hire you. To, first of all, tell me how much I could potentially be making because that will, that will decide how much energy I'm about to put into this. <laughs> you're about to tell me, oh, yeah, here's this job. You're going to be working 50 hours a week. Um, it's going to be, you know, awkward hours. You might have to work on weekends or right. And you're trying to pay what, like £4.50? It's a, it's a no for me. It's a, okay, you can keep <laughs> That's fine. Don't make me sit there and be smiling on some interview for, you know, an hour and a half and then come and tell me that after. Let's, let's not waste either of our times, please. Exactly. Who is that benefiting? And it also really annoys me when you're applying for a job or you go and interview and they ask you what your pay expectations are. It's like you can tell they want you to say less than what they've set aside so that they can save money. And something about that just doesn't sit right with me. One mil. (laughs) Oh, that was a little over what we were expecting. So what were you expecting then? Clearly you have a budget. No. Why are you wasting time? Exactly. Just pay me all the money you have and let's move on. That really, it really irks me because it just shows how comfortable people are with like underpaying you. Yeah. Like if you go and say, yeah, I'm happy making, you know, uh, 16K, they'll be like, sure, we were going to pay you 26, a good old 30. But if you're happy with six, sure. That's what's mad. They will happily just keep that 10K to themselves. Yeah. They want to feel like they, they want you to feel like they've done you a favor. Like yeah. if you can survive off 16, that's what we'll pay you. Or, you know, like play on people's like naivety or ignorance. Like if someone's quite young and they come in for like an internship and then they want you to be doing all of this work and not even pay you anything, not even, you know, cover your travel or transport or any of that. Sorry, you want me to come and die? It's, it's peak. Companies actually don't rate workers. Like they would rather 
watch you struggle, knowing full well that they have an extra 10K reserved for you than just give it to you. Nah, mm-mm. I hate it here. <laughs> it's it's very, very wild. It was like way back when, um, when you were working for that company, it was like, yeah, they couldn't pay. You were being paid minimum wage. Everyone else is getting a pay rise and going on holiday and doing up holiday pay. And you couldn't even get more than the minimum wage. Do you know what else? While we're on the topic, that really, 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 really annoys me with these companies, right? It's when you're on minimum wage, you're struggling to make ends meet. And then they want to come and send you a Christmas present. They want to come and throw a Christmas party. Can you not just increase my wage? Can I not just get a pay rise? Can you not just pay me London living wage instead of hosting parties? I would, I would take that. I don't need a party. I would take that. We're in a lockdown. Can't do a Christmas party anyways. Just pay me what I'm owed. Pay me my worth. Do that. Yeah. Like they sent me, this company sent me like 50, 50 quids worth of like candles, toiletries, journals. Just add it to my paycheck. Just put it in my account. Why, why are we doing this? And if you think about all the people in the company that they're sending presents to, that's quite a lot of money that could be added to my salary if we think about it. Yeah. It's, it's, it's annoying, man. I can't, I can't. I don't, I, don't, I don't understand the reason. Like, genuinely, I don't understand the reasoning behind it. I feel like you're helping yourself. If you just put the pay there, anyone who it, that is not good with, it's unacceptable pay. They just won't apply. But imagine having to receive all of those applications and those CVs and filter through all of that. And then, yeah, you finally select people. You eventually get round to discussing pay. They're like, yeah, I don't want it. You've wasted everyone's time. Everyone. Who is this helping? Ugh. What do you lose out by displaying the pay expectation? Because clearly you have a budget. Clearly you have a budget aside to bring on a person in this role. Mm-hmm. Just tell me what that budget is. If I'm cool with it, I'm cool with it. If I'm not, I'm not. That's what I don't get. I'm like, why are you being so secretive? Why is everyone so hush-hush when it comes to money? Yeah, and speaking of money, um, this can be applied to, like, freelancers or, like, you know, just general work where you have a deadline. People, you are rushing. You are rushing to hit this deadline, yet, yeah? Or you are rushing and scampering to do all of this hard work and it's gone over time and it's been stressful and hectic. You've gone through all of that. Yeah, when it comes to paying you, money is late. Pay is overdue. 40 days have passed. 60 days have passed. You haven't heard anything about the pay. No money has touched my account. Excuse me, what? Uh, but before, when there was deadline, you were screaming and sending emails. And when there was this to do, you were saying, can you come and do this? Can you, are you a bit, can you come out? But when it comes to pay now, to reimburse for money, I've already worked. And that's what makes it mad about freelance. You've already done the work. You've yeah. done it. You've done the work a month ago. And you're just there waiting on your pay. And it's like, however many days late, 30 days late, a month has gone by and you're like, yeah, I kind of need this money to live and pay my bills. Do you know what I mean? It's like, I'd like to be able to eat food. It's ah, uh, And it's the, it's the change in energy because when you need to complete your work, they are on your back, like get it done by this time. Where is your work? Can you show me that you've done X, Y, and Z? All of a sudden the work is complete and there's radio silence and you don't have to go and chase them. Nah, I hate it. Nah, for me, like, I've literally, I've sent people, like, texts. Like, oh, um, I've noticed, like, pay is overdue. Any idea where I can expect it? Red, double double ticks, left on red. Cool. I start off all polite for a good week. I'm bare polite. Like, yeah, I've just noticed if you have any idea, it'll be nice to know when I could expect it. And then 
the days are going by, the weeks are going by, it's still, and it's overdue. It's overdue. And I'm like, I'm calling. Things going to voicemail. I'm texting, no reply. I'm sending you emails. Not only are you not replying, they're bouncing back. They're <laughs> bouncing back. How does that look now? How does that look now? It's not the same energy when you wanted me to come and work. That's, that's not what the energy was on. It was quick responses, quick replies. And it's like, I need this money to live off. This is not just for fun. I have things to buy. I have things to pay. And I'm sitting there with an empty bank account and you're taking one, two, three, four months to pay. No. Like, I, I understand it happens, but there's such thing called communication. No, I'm so sorry. It shouldn't happen. It shouldn't. You have 30 days. You have a whole month to deposit that money into my account. You're telling me you don't have any time within those 28, 29, 30 days to come and pay me. Nah. And that's true because you also have money for other areas of the business, but for paying people, that that, that one, for paying people on time, that one just doesn't, I don't know, there's no budget for that. And what's irritating is you will see that same producer going and doing another job before they have come and paid you. Why are you taking on more work when clearly you can't even do what's on your plate? <laughs> Points are being made. I, I, I understand sometimes people take long accounts. It hasn't been cleared or whatever. It's calm, but there, there's like, you know, everyone has, that's right, yeah, 30 days. Anything more, anything less, we'll start. After 30 days, I start asking questions. Maybe No, after like 35, because I'm like, oh, sometimes weekend, you know, uh, weekends, it's not a working day. I'm give, I'm willing to give you a bit of lee room. When it's like 33 to 35 days, I'm going to start asking questions. If I get no response, I know about, yeah, just know I'm charging you more. Yeah. It's like, it's, it's unacceptable. People need to be patterned when it comes to, to paying people. That's what's crazy, though. Like, I'll even put in my invoice, if you deposit this money past 30 days, I'm going to charge you a late fee. And that doesn't even deter them. Like, they will still come and pay late. I told you, it's there. It's there in black and white. I've told you, it's there. There's, there's no excuse. <sighs> yeah, all this chasing, all this chasing. And the job, like you said, the job has happened. The job is in the past. The job is done. I've come and I've done my part of the job. Why can you not come and pay me? <sighs> yeah, it's, it's very irritating. And something else we just we just have to talk about. People who post spoilers on Twitter are actually the scum of the earth. Let's just let's just talk about Euphoria. Let's just talk about it. Because the show drops on Sundays in the States, right? And it drops every Monday um, on Now TV, right? So every Monday evening is my time to catch up on the latest Euphoria episode. Tell me why I am scrolling on Twitter Monday morning and I'm seeing... Rue said this to Cassie. This happened with Lexi. This happened over there with Gia. It's Monday morning. Can I can I wake up? Can I brush my teeth before these spoilers are jammed down my throat? I can't lie. You have to you have to avoid. There's no way I'm taking a risk when it came to um uh, maybe not so much Love Island because if I missed it, I missed it. But yeah, when it comes to these things that like drop on a certain day at a certain time, Game of Thrones, anything. I avoid, Twitter is the worst for it. Twitter is the worst. Instagram, I'm like, okay, people have post, you know, little screenshots or a, a, a scene from the thing, but I'm not reading any captions. I'm not reading anything. I'm avoiding. Don't even, it's not worth the risk because the fact that that whole Rue Cassie thing was spoiled for you, I feel bad because you didn't feel it the same, seeing it for the first time. Yeah. 
no, that was me. I, I knew it was going to happen. So when it happened, I was like, oh yeah, there it is. There was no shock value. Honestly, I tell you, when um the Spider-Man movie, um is it No Way, No Way Home? Homecoming? No. Listen, I haven't seen it. So let's not let's not say things that we're about to say. Because no, no, no. one day I might go and no, watch no, no, it. No, no, no. When it comes to Spider-Man, Marvel, all of these, all of these movies, yeah, I mm. was off Twitter for like a whole week. I'm not risking anything to do with Spider-Man. I'm not risking it. I'm not risking it. I said, no, any Marvel thing, I'm like, I know. I can't trust Twitter. I'm off it. Even even group chats, because I don't even trust people in group chats. I'm like, I'm not I'm not reading it. I'm not opening it. Yeah. I just, you just can't take that risk. It's, it's not worth it because people run their mouth. And, you know, I think that there's a good, maybe a week to two week period where it's like, okay, everyone respectfully should not say a damn word if after one and a half to two weeks you still haven't seen it that's on you yeah on you after two months i mean three months it came out in november <laughs> if it's spoiled it's spoiled like listen i'm taking my time i've gotten this far come on now and this time it's just showing no indication that you've all watched the film so it, it, listen okay i've been very late to the marvel world and i've just caught on i've just watched the first iron man i've just watched the first captain america i just watched <laughs> i watched something else i can't even remember but I'm just starting now, so give me a minute because it's going to take a while. It's going to take you more than a minute. I see you. you'll be watching that next year, that Spider-Man movie. Are <laughs> you just watching the first Iron Man? <laughs> I was like, okay, you're killing it. Like, that was, yeah, it was worth the wait. It, was, it really was worth the wait. It was good. I can't lie. I'll tell you what's good. The, the Captain America films are really good. Thor Ragnarok is really good. The other Thors are like met, but Thor Ragnarok is actually very funny. It's is that the first one? No, it's the third one. Well, okay. I've watched yeah. the last one. Well, okay. Four, three. That that's actually really funny. Um, all of the Spider-Man movies with Tom Holland, uh, fantastic. Um, who else is there? Mm. I've seen Black Widow, even though one of my friends worked on it. I haven't seen that one yet. I'm like, Captain- I'm right for it. I just want to watch the movies with the main ones. Yeah, the so- are the Avengers good? the the background ones I'm not as fussed about unless it really contributes to the major plot um but yeah either way I'm happy for you to be you know watching Marvel you can yeah it's, um, it's been a long time coming because I missed I missed the Harry Potter wave clearly and yeah. the Marvel wave I've also missed so I'm I'm trying I'm trying to catch up still going oh yeah you just definitely have to be caught up for when like Black Panther 2 comes out Yes, yes, I can do that. See, I got this. So if if no one could spoil Spider Man, that would be great. Because uh, I'll get there eventually. Uh, mm, uh, yeah, I don't know about Because I was gonna go and watch it in the cinema, and then but then my sister was like, "You need the context of all the other films and all the Avengers, otherwise, it's not gonna make sense completely." So here we are. Yeah, but you need to watch like all everything like have you i can't even say too much about talking you, mm. you, you need to see everything every, every i'm movie. trying but there are so many old ones the new ones you need to see them all and then stuff will make i've it. watched three it's, it's gonna be a while well you know what have have fun with that and whilst you continue watching those marvel movies um one of the biggest thing that that really irks me um i say it all the time People who play devil's advocate, 
There is no need. The devil does not need you to do his work. The devil does not need you to do his work. It's okay. It's very, very unnecessary. You don't, you don't need to be anyone's advocate. It's actually okay. I think this is my biggest pet peeve of all time. Why are you taking it upon yourself to advocate for the devil? Does the devil pay your bills? Does he? Why are you aligning yourself with the devil? Does the devil drive you around? Anyway, is the devil your chauffeur? Is the devil your sugar daddy? Does the devil cook for you and feed you? <laughs> Does the devil bathe you? Did the devil carry you in his womb? What? Does the devil pay for your mortgage and your rent and your bills? <laughs> it doesn't make sense. And it's always, so it's the same type of people. You can tell that they don't even back that view. They just want to ruffle some feathers. It's actually very unnecessary. Like, what has possessed you? Unless it's the devil himself. What possesses you to feel the need to be like, oh, do you know what? I, I hear what you're saying. But yeah, just to play devil's advocate is very unnecessary. Like, there's no two sides to this. And that also brings me on to, like, my follow-up pet peeve is you've said something. It's the truth. It's the truth. Either it's the truth or it's, it's your experience. This is exactly how it's happened. Oh, uh, but you know, there are always two sides to every, every story. Well, we'll just Not this one, <laughs> just one side. From his perspective, no, this is, not, it's, this is the truth. It happened. It happened. There's no two sides. It happened. You're right. It's when you're telling an anecdote and you're saying, this is something that happened to me and this is how it played out. And they're like, no, nah, there's no way. Uh, um, just, just, just to play devil's advocate, don't, don't all lives matter? Excuse me. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about black lives. Yeah, but let's just talk about all lives because they all matter. Yes, they all matter, but we're talking about black lives because they're the ones being persecuted on a daily basis. Why? 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 Sometimes people need to actually ask themselves why they're opening their mouths because it's not necessary. It's not necessary. Like, literally no one asked you. And what's worse, like, I'd probably say the worst cases is, like, when it's men wanting to come and speak up on a woman's experience either it's like a sexual assault allegation or something and they're like yeah but how do you know we did oh well there are two sides to every story you know it's, it's his it's his words against hers and you know it's just from perspectives no no it's there it happened there's a proof it happened like why can't you just believe a woman why can't you just believe why can't you just believe it's like no just to play devil's advocate maybe he thought maybe he may, no how about you take away all those babies and you replace them for what I know is a fact? How about that? And it's like, you're making it harder for yourself because the evidence is here. The proof is in the pudding. And you're saying, yeah, but how about this? And how about that? How about you just pay attention to what's just been said? Who is what? asking you to defend them? I would love to know. Devil's not asking you to defend them. Criminal's not asking you to defend them. So why? Why? Why is this the hill you want to come and die upon? Why? Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I actually cannot, I cannot, I can't, I cannot hold it together when people say, mm, just, just to play devil's advocate, why? I, there is no need. Just, I, sh I shut off, I tune out, I'm like, oh, yeah, done. Because I'm not trying to throw hands in this 2022, so you just have to walk away. Right, yeah. you've told me what the kind of person you are, it's, it's like, cool. It's calm, it's like, we're never going to vibe like that, and that's okay. And, and speaking of people that I'm not going to vibe with, my final pet peeve is guys who ask you for your Snapchat. Did Snapchat not come and die in 2018? Why are you, big man, mid-20s, 30s even, why are you asking me for my Snapchat? 
I, that's the question. I, I didn't think like anyone other than, you know, like 14 year olds or on Snapchat still to this. Why is that the first thing? Like <laughs> out of all the social medias that are out here, all the big platforms that we're using, <laughs> you know, telephone, WhatsApp, numbers, you said Snapchat. And the fact that you're still on it is very, very suspicious because of all the platforms you could have chosen. You said, let's go for the one where you can send whatever you want and it just disappears. Yeah. What are that you- in itself is a red flag. What are you doing on that platform to this very day? What are you doing? What suspicious acts are you doing? What are you sending pics, dick pics to? Hmm? Who? That is the question. I've even had someone ask me what my Snap score is. Do you think that app even lives on my phone? Do you think Snapchat is taking up storage on my phone in 2022? You big man, you want to come up to me and ask me for my Snap score? Nah, I rebuke it. Uh, are you not embarrassed? What kind of grown man? <laughs> I'm sorry. What kind of grown ass man is that? Yeah, so play your Snapchat. <laughs> What's your Snap score? Nah. <laughs> Yo, we can start a snap streak together, you know. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> it's okay. I will die alone. It's it's really okay. Yo, uh, what's your longest snap streak saying? Yeah, let's see if we can beat it still. Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> I rebuke it with every part of my being. Uh-uh, absolutely not. That is the reddest of red flags that exist. That is so childish. Childish. <laughs> And it's the same men that will go and do voice memos on Hinge. Why? <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The only reason I know about what these are is because you lot send them to me. And I was literally appalled. Appalled when you told me that these dating apps have added voice notes. For what reason? For what was the reason? Why? And you would think people would use it to, you know... Allow you to get a bit of their energy, their vibe, maybe sell themselves, you know, a whole nice elevator pitch as to why you should go on a date with me. And people are talking about the most upless, useless things ever. Why? Like, why would you even waste your breath saying that? Like, how is that going to be the thing that makes me swipe right? Men are so unhinged. <laughs> this is what I'm realising. <laughs> Do you have no shame? Everyone is unhinged. <laughs> Everyone Oh, throw the whole gender away. I'm done. Oh, no, this was fun, though. I feel like I genuinely needed to vent and get some things off my chest. I feel a lot calmer now. I do, but it like people just need to come correct. People really need to come because I'm tired of being distressed. Just, like, do things correct. Stop being embarrassing. More people need to have shame. That's That should be what we do this year. People need to have shame. People need to be okay with shaming others and embarrassing others because you need to unlearn this behavior. At your big age, at your very big age of 26, you wouldn't be coming and asking me about snap streets. It's not possible. You're right. I'm going to start naming and shaming people in this 2022 because I'm done. Yeah, anyhow, delivery drivers are not delivering. I'm reporting all of you, man. I'm going to catch you in the act. I'm going to catch you. I'm reporting everyone. I never receive my... If the package is not in my hand or, you know, someone in, in my flat in my household has received I haven't received it unless it's handed I haven't received it this is on my doorstep in front of my door I haven't received it do better be better exactly just 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 do your job that's all we're really asking for just do your job just do what you're being paid to do careers do your job people who are looking to give people jobs do your job 
hairstylist, mm. please do your job. It's not for me to do your job and then come back to you and pay you. It's not. <laughs> and people, I beg, stop playing devil's advocate. He doesn't need you. He's okay. <laughs> he was doing just fine without you, I beg. Voluntarily, there are already people messing up the devil's work is working very very hard and you two voluntarily said yeah let me just come and add to it <laughs> for why you're right people need more shame in their lives oh. and if you want to share your thoughts on the episode use the hashtag black broken brilliant on twitter or message us on our insta page you know what to do like subscribe follow give us a rating on apple Podcasts. share the podcast with your friends family and people who get on your last nerves we'll be back next thursday as always i've been ivy i've been some miracle thanks for listening